It's time for the SwampSwamiSports.com audio podcast. And let's try our hand at improving the Phoenix Porta Potty Open. As millions across the nation were putting the finishing touches on their home party preparations for Sunday evening's big NFL finale, the largest outdoor party in America was taking place in Phoenix, Arizona. On Saturday alone, more than 200,000 people gathered on a golf course. This year's Waste Management Phoenix Open handled more than 500,000 people during the, that's right, 500,000 people during the four-day event, which concluded on Super Bowl Sunday afternoon. Now, to put that in perspective, Augusta National Golf Club, home of the Masters, shoehorns about 40,000 people onto the grounds each day for their event. The tournament players course, the TPC of Scottsdale, Arizona, has a bit more room to spread out, but having more than 100,000 people on any golf course seems a bit excessive. And this event's growth in recent years has brought some unintended consequences as well. So what makes this particular PGA Tour stop such a big deal? Whether it's intentional or not, the Waste Management Phoenix Open has become the tour's annual Super Bowl weekend party stop, too. By early in February, much of America is ready to come on out and experience a little bit of spring weather. However, this Phoenix post-Groundhog Day PGA Tour stop has become better known for its Drunksatani Phil and Phyllis. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. The fanatics surrounding the par 3 16th hole at TPC Scottsdale have become their own story in the last few decades. They surround this 170-yard golf hole from tee to green, and as every golfer steps onto the tee, a public address announcer gives the crowd the name of the golfer, and the fans cheer and wait for the golfer's swing. Now, if the golf ball lands somewhere on the green near the hole, the crowd erupts into cheers. If the golfer sends the golf ball into a sand trap, or fails to make the putting green, the massive gallery of 20,000 fans are there to boo the player for a less-than-stellar tee shot. Most pro golf tournaments aren't exactly known for such a party-time atmosphere. Those quiet-please signs abound at most professional golf events for good reason. That's because the golfer's skills are developed in relative quiet. And speaking from my own personal experience, because I started playing golf at age 8, golfers learn the sport and practice in relative solitude. We generally prefer it that way. You see, golf demands a great deal of concentration to play at the highest level. That doesn't mean that most golfers don't have a good sense of humor, though. Resilience is quite important in the game of golf. You have to accept a certain number of bad shots and a few lucky ones go your way during almost every round of golf. And golfers are always pursuing perfection, which we might remember is impossible. The intense focus required to play the game at a high level means that many golfers can come across as quite serious while playing this difficult-to-master outdoor game. Imagine if you had to compete against 143 of your peers at your job to earn a paycheck every week. Last weekend in Phoenix, the field of 144 golfers on Thursday was cut in half for the weekend based on the 72 lowest scores. And those 72 golfers who went home Friday night did not earn a penny for their week. Ouch. The good news is for the weekend finishers that the last place on Sunday in Phoenix still paid about $20,000. That's not too bad, as long as you made the cut. So a perfect storm converges every year at the Phoenix Open, and let's analyze that. The first big break for the Phoenix Open was being scheduled for the weekend of the Super Bowl game. 
The PGA Tour starts its season in Hawaii every January. It then migrates to the east into California and Arizona prior to moving into Florida for the month of March. Now, Phoenix sports a very pleasant climate for golf in early February. The city is also a hotbed for the sport with dozens of golf courses within its growing metropolitan area of 5 million people. That's number 10 nationally now. The next component of the Phoenix phenomenon is national television exposure. NBC's coverage during Super Bowl weekend gives sports fans something to watch other than the nonstop blathering pregame football shows on another network. The television ratings for the Waste Management Phoenix Open are some of the highest on the PGA Tour every season. And then there's that par 3 16th hole. The entire hole is surrounded from tee to green by thousands of very noisy people. And like a matador entering the bullfight arena, the professional golfer is forced to either embrace the moment or slink off that 16th green hoping not to have lost his composure needed to play the final two holes of the day. And finally, the Phoenix Open made matters worse by constructing a 20,000-seat temporary grandstand area, allowing the people to sit down to watch this relatively benign short golf hole. The grandstands, though, allow for a full day of overindulging on alcoholic beverages, too. The title sponsor, Waste Management, couldn't have picked a better venue to showcase their products, don't you think? Many of these patrons remain in the same general area all day long, and their lusty cheering and booing of the players at the 16th hole in Phoenix has become a spectacle within the spectacle itself. And much like the Super Bowl, the Phoenix Open Golf Tournament attracts more non-serious golf fans in person at the event and also watching at home via television. And NBC isn't helping matters by showing nearly every threesome's tee shots at number 16. The cheering and booing of the players is unique, for now, on the PGA Tour, the spectacle spices up the TV ratings for NBC as well. And the caddies even got into the act at number 16 for several years, too. A caddy race was held by the three bag toters. After the final player hit his tee shot and had settled around the green, the three caddies would then grab their golf bag and race from the tee box to the green. And, of course, the drunken crowd at number 16 and the national television audience would cheer them on. The winner received a rousing ovation. It was all in good fun. Until... The 16th hole caddy races came to an end after the 2013 Phoenix event. More than one caddy accidentally turned an ankle or developed a heart issue prior to reaching the green of this 170-yard dash. You know, caddies are independent contractors and pay for their own health insurance. Last Friday, a female patron fell almost 20 feet from the 16th hole grandstand area and sustained non-life-threatening injuries. Then on Saturday this week, the tournament had to shut down the general admission gates after 200,000 people had paid their $75 to come inside. Later the same day, the tournament opted to discontinue selling beer after more than one PGA Tour player complained about the unruly behavior of the fans displayed toward the players that day. With that many people on the golf course, the fans were able to create some new opportunities to encircle some of the other golf holes, too. They created a few of their own animal house antics to compete with their drunken buddies over at number 16. Zach Johnson is one of the most laid-back players on the PGA Tour. The former Ryder Cup captain decided to confront a few of the boorish fans about their rude behavior while during the middle of his round this weekend. Afterwards, he told the assembled media, I'm done. Fellow PGA Tour member Billy Horschel also echoed that the locker room of golfers is quite tired of it as well. Quote, 
It's been talked about amongst players that if this were to continue to escalate over the next few years, you could see players not wanting to come here, and that's an unfortunate situation. The tournament director, Chance Cosby, addressed some of those concerns after the tournament ended this Monday morning. He said, quote, We've got 365 days to fix this. I think that you will see a complete operational change of how we manage, really our Friday and Saturday, but the entire week as well. Well, for the tournament director and those in Phoenix, I have a few ideas. They're free. Take them if you want to. Number one, remove all of the grandstands from the 16th hole at TPC Scottsdale. Instead, add a big lake around the entire hole from tee to green to keep the fans at bay. Now, this new hole would look very much like the Island Green number 17 hole at TPC Sawgrass in Florida. It would also become a harder test for the professional golfers. Now, number two, move all those grandstands from the 16th hole to the first tee and create a Ryder Cup-styled entrance for the golfers starting on the first hole. The fans can wildly whoop it up as every player enters the tee box area. And no matter the noise or craziness happening on the first tee, any of the nervous golfers will still have the remaining holes to shake it off and concentrate on the shots ahead. Number three, limit on-course alcoholic beverage sales to locations near that first tee and the 10th tee area only. Make the drunken fans stay close to the front of the golf course where they may be intercepted and quickly escorted off the grounds by an increased presence of law enforcement representatives. Number four, restrict the daily attendance to 60,000 tickets. Raise the ticket prices, though, high enough to reach that new supply and demand balance. Unfortunately, the charities of the Thunderbirds of Phoenix, the organizer of the golf tournament, will receive less money as a result of those changes. But that beats the zero that they might soon receive. PGA Tour decides to leave Phoenix entirely after last week's fiasco. I'm Swamp Swami. See you later,